Hello and welcome to another episode of the Beyond the Fence podcast where everything's made up and the takes don't matter. My name is Ben Coliata and joining me for all things EPL, semi-regular guest status now, Matt Bungard. How good. Is there anyone more regular than me? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Tim, whenever I've got like a vaguely NBA or Formula One related thing, he's the call up um, and that is what this house is built on. So you're getting up there. You're you're comfortably second, I'd say. I'm happy with seconds. It's fine. Um, how are you? I'm um, really good. Um, yeah. Would you uh, say no you're excited for the new season? Um, yeah, I, I definitely would. I think that, um, uh, I guess from a from my own fan point of view, I think I would be significantly less excited for the season had Leeds been relegated, but they managed <laughs> to stay up. So, well, you wouldn't be here, first of all. Well, that is that is true. <laughs> um. Let's start at the top because I mm. feel like it's probably going to be a pretty quick discussion on the <laughs> on the contenders. Um, let's let's be honest; the, the gap hasn't really gotten any smaller between City and Liverpool and the rest of the the chasing mobs. Yeah, um, I mean, well, City have gotten even better. Really, uh, they've they've yes. gone out and purchased Haaland and Calvin Phillips. Uh, Phillips the best holding midfielder in England and Haaland, <laughs> the best striker in the world, maybe. So, yeah, they're going to be rampant. Liverpool, obviously, trying to keep pace. Darwin Nunes, I mean, should be good. I don't know that much about him. I'd be lying if I said I watched much Portuguese league. But, um, but yeah, the the gap at the top seems to be getting bigger rather than smaller, which is a bit annoying. Yeah, obviously the hot takes have already started. I don't know if you watched the Community Shield, but Haaland missed a, for him, a sitter. That is quite literally the only bit of it that I saw. So, yes, <laughs> I did see that. And then I, there were already uh, cringe compilations of Nunez's like, first preseason game for Liverpool where he it was real Benny Hill. And then I think he turned around and scored four the next game. So that mm. that sadly stopped, um, you know, for us haters out there. But like City replacing, what, Jesus with Haaland. Like... Yeah, it's pretty big upgrade. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, like, just I guess filtering around the edges, Zinchenko goes, um, you know, whatever. Uh, Calvin Phillips, I don't know if you were, uh, I won't accuse you of bias because I think he's pretty good. I don't know about best midfielder in the league, but he's up there. And also the bloke from River Plate, Julian Alvarez, who apparently has some raps on him as well. But I'd be lying if I said I knew anything about the Argentinian league. Yeah, and no, they lost Sterling totally. as well. Well, yeah, I mean, sorry, I, I should clarify. I, I meant um, I meant best English midfielder. Sorry, not best midfielder in England, but um, which I think is a slightly less contentious, but still contentious point nonetheless. And yeah, I'm right with you. Apparently that River Plate guy is really good, but I don't have much of a clue about him. But well, yeah, they pluck, um, they, yeah, they plucked Jesus out of relative obscurity however long ago it was now, and he turned out all right. So I imagine it won't be much different. That is true. Especially if he's only going to be like a, a second or third choice behind Haaland and, you know, whatever they do, if they play their false nine, which they seem to enjoy from time to time. Um, although losing, I think, Sterling and Jesus might affect that style. Yeah, somewhat. I mean, as a Chelsea fan, how how are you looking forward to this Raheem Sterling era? I mean, it's a luxury signing. I think that's fair. I think of all the issues Chelsea's squad has, attack probably wasn't... Like, they can't score goals, but they've got a lot of names that can't score goals. So I think adding another name that can't score goals, well, it fits right in with the strategy. Um, 
No, well, yeah, start, starting striker Kai Havertz should be <laughs> fantastic. So, well, I, I, I visualized the depth last night, and the the Chelsea strike force at the moment is Kai Havertz, Mishi Batshuayi, and Armando Broja. Nice. Well, he was all right for Southampton last year. So he was. Um, I don't know if he's going to stick around. I'm just going to assume not, based on you know Chelsea's overarching attitude towards most of their academy. Yep, uh, that is true. That although, is. That must frustrate well, a little bit, right? That they've pretty much always, I mean, like Mason Mount aside, they've largely shown an aversion to their own young talent in lieu of big money signings. Well, the the transfer, uh, the transfer ban helped, I guess, push Mount in. Reese James is another one. Um, the jury's out on whether Connor Gallagher is going to get his chance this year. Trevor Chalobah, um, Andreas Christensen was an academy player before he snaked us and left. Um, the issue. I guess being it's a new ownership group now. Um, you know, the the Todd Burley consortium owns the LA Dodgers primarily. I don't know if they own anything else. But from the impression I've gotten so far from reading all the reports and you know the transfer sagas, and there's a lot of sagas, uh it, it's a very glit- glitzy ownership group, you know, chasing that mm. success. There's been some comparisons to the first year under Abramovich where they've just, you know, bought players. I think that's a little bit, you know, it hasn't happened yet. So at this point, there's a lot of fuffing around the edges without actually getting much over the line. But then they're obviously in for apparently Kukurea from Brighton. Rumours now that they're going to try and snipe De Jong from Man United, from Barcelona. Mm. Um, the Kukurea thing is interesting because you very 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 rarely see clubs come out and just basically say Fabrizio Romano is lying that's what, <laughs> what Brian did a couple of hours ago well they, they got the here we go and everything and yeah. they were just like nah fam no <laughs> what are you talking about I has mean, he that, ever got a here we go wrong not that I know of it's he's yeah. trademarked it hasn't he I think so yeah he's uh, well yeah he's at least got the copyright little logo in his bio so for him to drop a here we go that's like his reputation on the line Pretty much, because if he, if even one here we go is wrong, that's it for him. But and because football ITKs are so volatile, and like just the yeah. nature of negotiations across Europe, like there's a lot of reporting, but like literally, un- like it's never finalized. Like it's never, you're never confident until you literally see the official club thing with the photo shoot and some like cringy announcement video. But like Fabrizio's kind of got that gospel that is true. status. Yeah, he really has. You're right. So um, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. I think Cucurella is a cracking player. He was great for Brighton last year. He'd be perfect for that three-back system that Chelsea like to play with the wide midfielders slash wingbacks. So yeah, yeah it's, it's an odd one signing. because they're all, Chelsea are also in for, uh, I say in for like I have any idea, the rumours uh, for Fana from, uh, from Leicester and a guy from Leipzig called Hosko Vardiol. Um, Croatian Guardiola, I'll call him. Uh, never heard of him. I'll be honest, but no, he was um he was linked at Leeds before he signed with Red Bull, so I know who he is. So yeah, he's Plus very you're a big Red Bull guy. Obviously, well, yeah, that's true. But he was at Dinamo Zagreb before that. Yeah, yeah. right. He, he he's very very good. See, so yeah, from that, what from what I know of him, he's a, a left sided centre back slash left back. But um, I would have thought, yeah, considering the. Ben Chilwell's existence that a centre back would have been much more of a priority than splashing fifty mil on a 
on an attacking left back unless they plan on playing him as the left-sided centre-back, which I'm not entirely sure he's got the physical traits to do over a whole season in the Premier League, just from what I've seen of him. Tukarera, I mean. Yeah, no, I think, yeah, we'll see. I mean, he was pretty good for Brighton last year. Uh, I will say on Gavardio, like, yeah, he's one of those guys that always pops up on those, like, best youngsters in the world lists and things like that. So oh, The Golden uh, Boys and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I think you could do a lot worse. But, um, yeah, Chelsea are a weird one because, you know, it feels like they're, like, kind of, like, pretty much locked into third place right now. I think they're, like, easily the third best team. Like, and that's kind of weird that we haven't kicked a ball yet. And, like, if they finish anywhere other than third or fourth, I'd be pretty reasonably surprised. It happens every year with Chelsea that they have a a so-so window. They get a couple of good players in, and then there's just a lot of dead wood that they end up sending on loan for another year. The cycle continues. Um, but they never seem to close that gap between the top two, but they're never really seriously challenged by the Arsenals and the Uniteds and the Tottenham's of the world. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of optimism around those clubs this year. Like Arsenal looked really good. I think good Spurs in- will be really good this year. Arsenal looked really good in preseason. Them. Spurs with a proper full year of Conte, yeah, I think I think Spurs will be your best, biggest challenges for third spot. I think they will be really, really good. Not not to meme it too much, but I do agree. You know, under the caveat of Arsenal being Arsenal, um, mm-hmm. and then United, you know, have they even signed anyone? No, they're they're a bit of a mess still, which is extremely funny. It is funny because <laughs> they've spent what the last two months negotiating with Barcelona. Why people negotiate with Barcelona anymore? I have no idea. Like, uh, mate, we sold them a player, but apparently we've got clauses in there where we get extra money if they miss deadlines and stuff. So we'll see. But, well, what lever are they up to now? Three or four? Yeah, mate. Who knows? Like, they're they're ridiculous. Um, I have read a bit about how they do their business. It's quite a lot of it is very confusing financially, but yeah, it's um yeah they're a frustrating team because they you know on the one hand they're sitting there saying they can't pay players, they got no money, and then they're spending hundreds of millions of pounds on Rafinha and Kunde and other players. Like it's, it's, yeah, it's, plus it's baffling. Like getting Lewandowski Kess- as well. Yeah. Kessie and Christensen on freeze, but then the waiters. Oh, who knows? Yeah. Um let's let's just go back to the top two just to I guess sure. wrap, wrap that up because yeah, yeah. I feel like so Liverpool, I think Liverpool are probably not that they've gotten worse, but I don't think they've improved to the level that City have Losing Sadio Mane, obviously a a mm. big loss for them, and kind of out of nowhere, I think, at the end of last season, when the reports mm. started that he wanted out, that he wanted to go to Bayern. Yeah, he's obviously fantastic, but they already have Jota there in the rotation. Luis Diaz was, I think, he hit the ground running when he came from Portugal last year and was really good, and then obviously Darwin Nunes as well. So Mane is a cracking player, and then they'll miss him. But yeah, I'm not. I wouldn't be too worried if I was them. Um, I think they're still far better than everybody else by Manchester City. Oh yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah. It's it's just like it's it's just annoying, isn't it? Like there's really it, it I don't know. Like there is an element of futility to all of this, right? Like unless you go for Manchester City or Liverpool, like hmm. you're just going into this being like, Well, what's the best we can hope for? And for you and me, it's obviously two different levels of hope, but it's still the same in terms of like expecting to win the premiership. I think we're both Firmly at like zero percent in that regard, so uh, I I put it at about five percent for me. But yeah, fair enough. Like you never know. Like things could break. That's true. Um, maybe Man City has a Chelsea twenty. Liverpool lose all season. of their defenders again, like they did two or three years ago. 
Yeah. Um, and just a little ca- a little funny thing on uh Liverpool. I don't know if you're familiar with the work of uh Jay Spearing, but yes. he's apparently returned to the club as a player, but also serving as coach for the Liverpool Academy. I uh, so I th- I knew he'd gone back as a coach. I didn't realise he had some sort of playing capacity well, as well. Well he's apparent uh, well, I'm not going to read the article now, but I've just found okay. an article on This Is Anfield. Uh, Jay oh. Spearing's new Liverpool player coach role explained. So, I mean, if he <laughs> is he allowed to play with like the reserves as an overage guy, like the under 21s? I, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. That's that's kind of fun. Yeah, he's pl- exactly that. He's playing as an overage for the under 21s. There you go. Oh, wow. well, that's that's nice. Good that's for, cute. Good for you, Jay Spearing. Because I remember him as part of that really shit, like. Yeah, yeah, the, like the Kenny Dalglish era. Yeah, like just the. Just prior to the Let It Slip era, I think. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, um, but yeah. No, I, I, I like Liverpool. I like Jurgen Klopp. But yeah, it's just it's difficult to see. I mean, my incredibly boring prediction is City for the title again. So Yeah, I, I, I mean, it is boring. But like, I don't know how anyone can really argue with it. Yeah. And then if we assume Chelsea for now tentatively locked into that boring third spot. Um, yeah. Obviously, they've got squad issues but i think that's a squad that's proven quality over the last couple of years relative to the inconsistencies of you know your tottenham's your arsenal's your united's but that's kind of that let's say that's a band of four all fighting Mm -hmm. for the other two that's very inspiring isn't it like the top six are all fighting for four spots what are the odds isn't that nice um but does anyone stand out to you out of that group of three tottenham what that yeah, I think so. I think they'll be a little bit better than those other two teams. Um, I, I I like this. I, I, I like their team. I'm a huge Harry Kane fan. I think Sun is possibly the most underrated player in the world because he's, in my opinion, a top 10 player in the world and he doesn't really get talked about in in such a way. Um, yeah, I think they're going to be really, really good this year. They're going to take some They're going to take some stopping to get top four, I think. And like to me, they've just made some incredibly smart business this summer. Um I'm not a huge Richarlison, Richarlison guy. Mm. I think he's incredibly overrated. Um, so I'm not sure about spending 50 mil for him. But outside of that, Perisic on a free, even at his age, I think is outstanding. Getting long lay in from Barcelona on loan. Um, decent fee for Jed Spence, who I don't know much about. But also Basuma from Brighton, I think is a really good central midfielder. Um, a really good rotation guy for a team that's looking for that that like I guess no drop off into that top four race, but like I haven't really lost no. anyone of note. I mean Stephen Bergwine kind of didn't work out, but other than that, right? And they've also got a couple of returning loanees in Dumbley, Lachelle, so I assume they'll just be cycled back out somewhere. Um, Surely, I don't, I don't know but... why and Dumbley doesn't get more of a. I think he's really good. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Yeah, it's. It, I mean, this just happens sometimes, right? It's weird. Guys come in from another league and they just don't work out for whatever reason. But I think yeah, that's a shame. Th- he was class fully on. So, but, but I thought it was good for Tottenham when he played. I guess maybe if he hadn't come in under Mourinho, maybe he'd come in under Conte. It might be a different story. But maybe. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Mourinho just hated him, and then that was it. Um. Pretty per- standard though. Jose Mourinho. Perisic, though, big one. Yeah, I mean. Been a big, big fan of his for a very long time. I'm really excited to see what he can do in the Premier League. He's one of those guys who I always thought just his his pace and his physicality was a guy that was really suited to that 
to the Premier League. And now we're going to finally get to see him. I know it's coming sort of at the end of his career, but I'm still excited to see what he does. Um, yeah, he's been excellent for Croatia and for Inter for a couple of years now. So, yeah, can't wait for that one. That'll, that'll be That's a cool signing. I'm really, really looking forward to watching him play. And I think just the space that he'll get with defences being distracted by players like Son and Kane is really going to play in his advantage. I think he's primed for a very, very, very good season for them. Yeah. Um, considering, you know, Regulon is still there as well. The, the Tottenham player, I guess they could probably play a, a back three with well, wing backs as well. Doesn't Conte always play a back three? He does, famously. Um, mm. But yeah, the, Tottenham's problem has always been, in my opinion, their, um, their wing backs. It's it's been a very uninspiring group since Carl Walker left all those years ago, and I mean even now Matt Doherty does nothing for me. Regulon I like, but I mean Emerson Royale I'm sure, um, but I think Tottenham. Other than that, like they've probably got the most Premier League proven elite, like front two. I know yeah. United has Ronaldo, but he's not what he was. And then, like, there's all that's just on the field. Then you ignore all the the off, like, him clearly not wanting to be there as well, which is hilarious. Yeah, but, I think that's I think that's entirely reasonable. If you had said even like two years ago that United that Ronaldo's agent would be offering him around to other teams in like the Premier League in Europe, and then they'd be saying no. Yeah, but, I mean it. Yeah. It's weird because, like, basically, pretty much exactly what we all thought was going to happen with him is what ended up happening in the sense that, um, like, he would score goals, but it would be at the detriment of the team. And that's <laughs> basically exactly what happened. I mean, um, he had no issue scoring, but yeah, it just disrupted their team too much. And I'm not surprised at all with how it turned out. Um, I think he will end up staying, though, because I don't think anybody else is really interested in him. Well, he's got nowhere to go. How much he plays is the intriguing part to me. Uh, it's quite funny. We had a fantasy Premier League um draft mode draft last night, and he was the, like, on their pre-rankings thing, he's ranked, like, sixth player overall. But, like, you know, he, he sat there until, like, the 20-something pick yep. because people were nervous. And I don't yeah. blame them for that. Um, It'll be, like, yeah, I... It was very funny to see Bayern turning down, but yeah, I'm not sure exactly who, who he would, where he's going to go. Like it really, nowhere really jumps off the page at you, does it? No. And I mean, United, uh, just overall, they're a bit of a mess right now. Mm. Um, signing, signing Ericsson's nice, but risky, I guess. Um, Lissandro Martinez apparently has huge wraps on him as well, but, like, and it feels funny to say for United, but you know, you never know what the eighty million dollar fridge is going to do. Um, <laughs> their strike force is volatile, both on and off the field. Before you ignore all the legal issues, mm. um, Bruno Fernandez is probably not kicked on to the level that people would have liked. Like he's still good, but there's still a bit there that, like it leaves you wanting more and then like that team you just look up and down that team and you go oh yeah there's a lot of really good names here mm-hmm. but they're names that you would have liked four or five years ago like Varane yeah. and no, Ericsson completely um you know Luke Shaw 
Alex yeah. Tellers is apparently shipped out to the backwaters of Turkey, I think it was. Um, oh dear. Or some like fringe European league. Um, I know United fans really want, like every fan base has that one like fringe player that they, they're convinced is the shit. Yeah. That like the manager just refuses to play. And yep. for United, I feel like it's Donny van der Beek. Yeah, that's a great shout. They they were banging for him all year, and it just sort of never happened. But and yeah, then, no, I completely agree. And then I, I refused to watch Everton out of principle last season, but I imagine <laughs> okay. you you were keeping up with them a bit more than I was, considering they were in the uh, relegation. That is true. I, I've I, never been as vested in Everton as I was last year. Um, but from what I read, he he was okay there. Like again, mm. nothing special. Um, but I think Lampard's admitted that they were pretty. He was pretty much just playing for survival at that point last year. Like there was no real like swashbuckling game plan because Vanderbeek's kind of an, a unique player. He's kind of that eight ten hybrid. Yeah, and a, a team like United could really use something like that, in my opinion. But I guess whether ten Hag rates him. Well, I think. Well, I mean, he played under ten Hag at Ajax, so he will True. definitely feature more this year than he did last year. I think. Well, that goes without saying, but. How much that is remains to be seen, but yeah. And I guess it all depends on where they go with De Jong as well, right? That's true. I mean, that that saga is hilarious to me as well. It's like, basically, he's holding like several transfers to ransom at the same time, which is great. What, what's the issue? It's like the he's owed, what is it, like yeah. 17 million or something? Yes. Yeah, something like that. Ridiculous. Very funny, though. Very funny. Let's hypothetically, they do get De Jong. Does that push them mm. up at all? Yeah, I think they're going to finish sixth or seventh, and that doesn't really move. That doesn't really move the needle for me all that much, if I'm being honest with you. So, in your mind, they're I guess behind Arsenal and Tottenham. I think they're on the same. I think they're yeah. I think they're probably just below Arsenal. Um, did, did yeah, they they do they do nothing for me. Did you see Dean Henderson's quotes? No. What did he say? Oh, he was just basically slamming United for a lack of, you know, playing time last year. Basically, I think he mm. said he got COVID once and was out, and then like that was it for him. Like he was promised to be the number one or like to get X amount of games, and then yeah, different management, but like it just never happened. Um, yeah, he's fuming on the way out. Apparently, um, that's great. Like, I mean, look, to, to me, United, if they fail, it's funny. They've also got guys that I keep forgetting exist at like United. Who? Phil Jones. Yeah, um, good. He'll Anthony Martial. Yeah, well, he went to Sevilla last year. I don't know how well he did on loan, but yeah, he's back. So um, Diego Dallo. That's a shout. I mean, fuck, you know, I haven't thought about that guy in a very long time. Tom Heaton's back. Oh. Uh, he might have been there last year. I don't know. Um I'm I'm surprised I don't still have Matteo Damian. Yeah, well, I, he was he's at Inter now, right? I, I don't know so. how much he plays, but yeah, yeah he's probably he's back um, in Italy somewhere. Yeah, look, they they're a thoroughly uninspiring choice this year. I think they just gonna the, go through the motions, whatever. We're going to listen back to this in about Eric Bailly is another one, by the way. Still Actually, good and Lindelof, Jesus Christ. Mm. Um, we're going to listen back to this in a few months and just laugh when they're like second somehow. Well, I, I did say Leeds were going to finish like close to Europe and they needed the final day to avoid relegation. Well, it was one digit off. 
Seventh, yep, seven, eighth. That's true. That is true. It's all the same. Um, I need to get that ladder back up. Oh, we might as well talk about Arsenal. Let's just finish out the top six with Arsenal mm. chat. Um, screw them. Yep, I, it's totally fair. I think yeah. sixth place is about right for them. I, I do think they'll be closer to top four. I, I probably got them fifth at the moment. Um, you know, I, I think that they've improved enough. I think their biggest variable is Arteta more so than anything. Yeah. Like, you know, than their actual players on the field. Although, again, like United, they've got guys that seem to have, like, been, you know, uh, persona non grata for ages. And yeah. And they just keep finding a way to, like, Granite Shark is the obvious one. Like, yeah, the fan base uh, hates him and then they love him and then they hate him again. I think he was a lot better last year than people give him credit for. I mean, he's the scapegoat for, like, a lot of what goes wrong in Arsenal. That Jacko. is true. Um, but they've got their own issues. Obviously, you know, the Thomas Party stuff, which, I mean, not going to get into. But Well, it's just, yeah, that whole situation is is not good. And, yeah, I was reading something today, like, just it was something to do with the statute of limitations on the laws at the time of the like it was very murky. strange stuff to yeah very murky don't like it at all but i mean i don't care legally what they're rec- like they should not be playing him they should be getting him gone but well, as we've seen in every sport in recent years winning is more important than morals so well at least they didn't pay him 240 million dollars that's true at least they didn't try to get at least they didn't try to get the players to put a rainbow on their jersey because <laughs> that's where we draw the line. Um, and if we run through the Arsenal, I guess, mm. how the hell are they still there? List Hector Bearing's back. Ooh. The most handsome man in world football. That's a fact. Oh, Giroud. Uh, I know, like, I don't know. I just gravitate towards Bella and Star more. Yes. Giroud, Giroud is very sharp. Yeah, no, fair enough. Bella and more Newtown. <laughs> I like that. That's actually pretty. That's a pretty good comparison. Um, and Odegaard's been named captain, which I was semi surprised. Wait, by, are I, you joking? No, Odegaard is the captain. Okay. Which so clearly you got the same reaction I did when I heard that news. Um, maybe people who follow Arsenal a lot more closer than I do won't be surprised by that. But yeah, that was like, oh wow, really? That's that's come out of nowhere, isn't it? Yeah, because I, I assume it was uh, Jacker was the captain. He um, was, yes. Yeah. Um, they must... Well, I guess Odegaard kind of takes over a lot of what Jacker does, right? I think he's the regular. But, yeah. He's got a lot more going forward than than oh, Jacker does, though. He does. Um, is that, and Odegaard, yeah, he's permanently at Arsenal now, last season. Um, That's crazy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you've clearly got the same reaction I did. Because I read that and I was like, Really? Yeah, I am. Um, I am flabbergasted by that, Benjamin. Who else? But, is, um, oh who well. Else, yeah. Um, Nicholas Pepe hasn't worked out. He's on the way out as well. Most expensive African signing in football history. Is he really? Yeah, I found that out the other day. That's there. You go. I did not know that. No, nor did I. Um, but let me run through their main ins. I think Jesus is probably the biggest one, and at the price that they got him at. For someone who's still very young, yeah, with a mil- like with close to a hundred league goals already, I think, or he's up there somewhere. Um, yeah, he's probably the the best 
cons- most consistent attacking option they've probably had since. Well, I guess since like earlier Bamiang. Yeah, I think that's probably fair. You know, Lacazette's you know, hit and miss, and well, he's not there anymore. But you know, Lacazette was hit and miss. Bamiang towards the end of his time, like just you know, didn't want to be there. Um, so yeah, I, I think. Pencil Jesus in for 20 goals this year. That's my take okay. for Arsenal. I can do that. Although I did say everything's made up and the takes don't matter. So nothing matters, Ben. No, we're all gonna die. So that's true. That is inarguable. And Fabio Vieira is the other main one who I again Portuguese League, don't know much about him. Um getting Bernardo Silva comparisons. So that's a pretty good comp, I suppose. Speaking of Barcelona, apparently they're in for Bernardo Silva now as well. Well, fantastic. Great. Good for them. So I guess that's the top six. Mm. If, like, there's always one team that kind of breaks that, you know, breaks in there and surprises and ends up in Europa. On the spot, who is yes. that for you? Leeds. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a tough one. I mean, West Ham was that team last year, right? Yeah. So... Well, that would best uh, the rest, yeah. I mean, you look at the... Yeah. Um, I'm just going to say... Would Newcastle be surprised given how much money they've spent? It's still Newcastle, to be fair. I guess, but they've spent a lot of money. Yeah. I'm just going to say Brighton. I think they'll be good. Does that depend on uh, what happened? Because they've already lost... Correa, yeah, well, well, that does... That certainly helps. But yeah, I think they'll be really good. Also, Newcastle haven't really done that much. They've spent money on Sven Botman. Yeah, but they bought a bunch of... Remember, they bought guys last year as well. So Ah, true. Uh, and they've got Nick Pope now. And I think in the second half of the season last year, they were like close to the best performing team, like aside from the top two. Yes, that makes... That sounds right. I'm not going to check mm. it, but it sounds right. No, don't. Good. Good. <laughs> Yeah, Sven, 35 mil for a defender from the Netherlands. A 22-year-old from Lille. Don't know anything about him. Because the French league is for farmers. No, that's well said. You're on fire today. But <laughs> um Yeah, he um yeah, he's pretty highly rated too. So I don't know him from FIFA, but he's quite good on the game. He got a future stars card last year, so. I feel like the boring answers for that best of the rest are West Ham and Leicester. So I'm going to... That won't happen though, right? Because that's just never how it goes. No, that's why I'm going to try and... That's why I'm not going to say that. I'm saying I'm going to say Brighton. Just lock them in. Hey, also, I'm going to say Palace. Okay. For no reason other than vibes. But they don't have Conor Gallagher anymore. Well, if you saw that penalty he took against um, Charlotte in the preseason, maybe they'd better off without him. I'd, I'd be lying to you if I if I had. He tried a. Penenka? I don't know how to describe it. No, it wasn't a Penenka. It was like you know Jorginho's style, the jump. Yes, I'm just going to type in Conor Gallagher. He tried that, but he just rolled it down the middle, and the keeper didn't move, so it looked very bad. Uh, I'm watching it now. Yeah, I'll, I'll let. Yeah, you that's know. not that's not a that. He, I think he's actually he's tried to do a Penenka, but he's managed to not chip the ball. <laughs> but he also did the jump, so it's like yes. it's a yeah, weird yeah, 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 jump Penenka. I don't know. Yeah, but, okay, that's a very bad penalty. I just saw it. Yeah, no, it's it is bad. Um, 
Sorry, I'm, pal- I'm going to validate my Palace decision. Uh, yeah. Solid defense, former Chelsea youth product, Mark Gerhies in there. You love a former Chelsea youth product? Not as much as I love a current Chelsea youth product. Mm. Um, I I really like Ezzy. Yep. Um, and Olusay. And while Zaha's still there, they've always got a chance. I think this is the last year of his deal, and I think he's pretty much said, "Yeah, this is it for me." For wow. Palace, end of an era. That's 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 been a it's been a very long. It, I know he had that year or two in Manchester as well, but most of the time it's been it's been a pretty long standing relationship. I mean, Zaha and Palace has been like the what's a celebrity relationship that's like just been on and off again. Yeah, Ben but, Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. Sure, I don't know that 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 sounds right. Uh, yeah, you're talking to the wrong person. But ah, uh, well, uh, he's been linked with Chelsea for like every year for the last like five years. Um, you know, he's almost thirty, if not Who? thirty already. Zaha, Who? is he really? He's twenty. Yeah. He's thirty in November. But I think oh. if you look at that team, uh, that, I guess he's been around for quite a while, hasn't he? Yeah, Zaha as he up front. You know, Benteke rotating. Edward's really good as well. Got a defender in from Bayern Munich, Chris Richards, who has spent the last couple of years on loan at Hoffenheim. Um, he's American. And that's the end of my filibuster section on him. Okay. Um, I just think they're a really solid team. And I think in the in much like in the Brentford mold. They'll just like snooze a lot of wins or like one nils or like mm. nil alls. I feel like that's kind of the way Palace projects to me this year, and I think they could bore their way to like upper mid table, which isn't the most yeah. exciting validation. No, but, but like you, we talked, about, we probably did talk about this last year. But like it is like for a lot of these teams, just play boring shit football. It's like what's the point? What's the well, point of any of this? Or I, that's a nice segue. I was going to bring it up later, but we might as well talk about it now. Your nemesis, nemesis, yeah, uh, finally gone. Yeah, good. God, that was great. Bunch of pricks. Burnley, obviously. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, what's the point of Burnley? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Burnley, who else left? Uh, Norwich, w- obviously, Watford and, and Watford. Norwich. I mean, Norwich. We'll see them again in a year. Yeah, we will. Bye. Goodbye, Fulham. Hello, Norwich. Yeah. So I guess that's that. Well, let's go back to the relegation battle then, then because yeah. we have the three new teams this year: are Nottingham Forest, uh, Fulham, and Bournemouth are back after a few years out. Yeah, don't mind Bournemouth. I feel like we never usually like it. Never happens where the the bottom three go straight back down like that. Just never happens. But I feel like if there was going to be a season, this scene, this screams. Bottom three will go straight back down if it was to happen. Yeah, I hope Forest stay up. I like Forest. Well, this is—is this their first time in the APL, like the current era, or were they? Uh, no, they're in the in the nineties. But yeah, I thought so. I mean, I've seen a lot of people put Everton down the bottom, which I don't hate. Well, I think Frank Lampard's a terrible manager, and they were lucky to survive last year. So. Um. Yeah, yeah I, I I wouldn't be that shocked if they they went down. Yeah, I've seen um, a lot of Everton down there. I've seen a lot of Southampton down there. Um, seen a bit of Leeds down there, obviously. What can you do? I think yeah. we'll be okay though. 
Well, who have Leeds brought in? They've brought in a lot of people. They've brought in um, Tyler Adams and Brendan Aronson, each American midfielders from um, the respective Red Bulls. So Salzburg and, and Leipzig. I've um, heard of Tyler Adams because he's in a lot of Christian Pulisic's Instagram stories. Oh, that's nice. There you go. Does that mean he's the Dwayne Wade of soccer? If that makes Pulisic LeBron, then sure. Do you know that's exactly what I do you not do you have you not heard that? No, I haven't. Oh, it's like a mate. No, this dude, um this dude takes a sign. It's like I think it's porn stars or one of those shows. He takes like a signed Christian Pulisic jersey in to see how much it's worth. And he says, This guy's like the LeBron James of soccer. <laughs> he, I thought you were aware of the meme. That's what I was doing. No, no, no. Um, but that makes okay. sense. Yes. Um anyway. Um sorry. Yeah, like so they've lost Calvin Phillips and Rafinha, which are both big outs, but they brought in Tyler Adams from RB Leipzig, Brendan Aronson from uh, Rebel Salzburg, who looks absolutely fantastic. He ran the show against Calgary in the trial on the weekend. Uh, Lewis Sinistera from Feyenoord, who I think had like 30 combined goals and assists last year in the Eredivisie, which is never like a like a cut and dry like, indicator that they're going to be good. But It's, it's, it's a better league than France. That's true. Mark Rocker from Bayern Munich, uh, Rasmus Christensen, another guy from Salzburg. Um, yeah, I really like the look of every signing in the limited minutes I've seen them so far, and when they're at full strength, it's it's a, it's going to be a pretty strong team. Like it's 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 going to be a lot different from last year, where um, they basically struggled to get 11 first team players on the park at times because the squad was so shallow and because so many people got injured. Well, they so, they were they were running were they running two keepers on the bench at one point at the end of the season? Probably Just, they yeah, couldn't. <laughs> wouldn't shock me. Marching on together, mm, indeed. Is Liam Cooper still your best defender? No. Is he going to play far too many minutes? Uh, he's not fit at the moment, I don't think. So we'll see what happens there. I, I think he was actually a lot better this year than he last, the season just gone than he had been in the couple of campaigns before that. But yeah, no, it, he um, it, it, it you know how it is. I mean, you don't know how it is, but like you know how it is when you play football manager, right? Yeah. And you go up through the leagues, and you know you start to say goodbye to those club legends as you ingratiate yourself further and further into the top division, or like. As you climb up the pyramid, you you th- those guys that were your key players in Division Two or whatever, they 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 fall by the wayside as you progress. And Leeds are finally, we're seeing a lot of that turnover now. Like Luke Ayling won't play very much. They brought in Rasmus Christensen to play right back. Um, Stuart Dallas is injured, so he'll miss a bunch of the season. And whether he will get back into the first team when he comes back remains to be seen. Um, Cooper, uh, I think, is will probably not end the season as one of our first choice centre backs, although he's still the club captain. Uh, Mateus Click is on the way out. If he doesn't leave this window, he'll leave after the World Cup. Um, but I think he wants to leave. I think I'm not exactly sure what the go is there. I want to keep him, but I think he needs to be playing to be like because he wants to play for Poland at the World Cup. So we'll see what happens there. But like the, these are all like guys who were like key key players in promotion, and it, it's just the end for some of them, which is just a sad fact of I guess improving and growing as a club. But yeah, it, it's it's very bittersweet. Well, last year was Leeds's second year backup, or first? Uh, yes, second, second. second. Because they finished ninth in their first season. Yeah, I could, yeah, because in their first season, it was just a lot of like three, three, four, four, like goals galore in their games. Mm. Whereas last year, half of that happened. Like they conceded a lot, but they didn't score a lot. Mm. Am I fair in saying that? Yeah, no, I think that's more than fair. Um, so where do the goals come from this year? Patrick Biff. No, um, well, he missed most of the season. Uh, like, he only played a handful of games for Leeds, which was obviously frustrating. Um, 
he'll come back in and be great. Um, it, and I think the service will be really good. I'm really excited about Sinistera. He he's the key. I think he he has the potential if he's good to be sort of a new Rafinha type. So I mean, we'll wait and see what happens. That's obviously big shoes to fill, but yeah, um, a lot depends on that, and it also a lot depends on whether this new midfield with Brendan Aronson and um, Mark Rocker in it can be as effective. I will say though, like uh, when um, when um, Marsh took over, Phillips's importance in the team was nullified somewhat. Like obviously he was still a class player, but he was nowhere near as vital to the setup of the team as he was um, under Bielsa. Yeah. And so to get 50 million pounds for him, it sucks that he's left, but, you know, he, he deserves to win things and he will win things at Manchester City. Um, so, like, you know, I wish him the best, of course. Um, but, yeah, I, I think Leeds should be okay. Like, I, I really do. Like, I know I said that last year. I'm not going to get... I think I've, I think I got a bit too ahead of myself with the <laughs> fact that they were ninth in their first season back. Um, the second season was... But the thing is, though, it went basically as bad as it probably could have gone. And they stayed up barely, I might add. But they did stay up and... The, I guess the gamble from the club from the start was to consolidate that second season and then yep. try and build from now. And that's what they are doing. Like they didn't spend pretty much anything uh, in this season just gone. They they didn't bring in any new players, basically. They brought yep. in Junior Furpo to play left back and he was pretty disastrous when he was fit. Um, and that wasn't all that often. But this year they've spent big. I think they're top. 10 clubs in Europe right now in terms of transfer expenditure for the for the window which you know given that we were in the championship finishing 15th every year like less than five years ago it's just incredible how far they've come um but yeah I, I think only good things are ahead in, in this season I think a, a firm mid-table low, low to mid-table finish is, is in our sights was Maybe if all the signings work out, best case scenario, they can push a bit higher than that. But I'm not going to say they're going to make Europe again. Was was Furpo that bad? Because he was a name signing when he got there. He was awful. That's a shame. Yeah. But is he still the first choice left back? Uh, he was, but he got hurt. <laughs> so we don't actually have a left back that's fit right now. So. Oh, wow. We have, from... um, what he's yeah, he's from one of the Central American countries. I can't remember which one. Dominican Republic. There you go. Um yeah, he he will be. I think they'll play Pascal Stroik, who's left back. They'll play him at center back, I think. Yeah. Um he filled in there towards the back end of the season. Uh and then I think Stuart Dallas could play some minutes there when he's fit as well. But yeah, they're um it's it's been a position of concern for a little while now. Um uh remains to be seen whether they'll bring someone in. I think it's the most the position they should prioritize the most if they are planning on bringing in anybody else. It'll be interesting to see what they do because they were chasing um, uh, Charles de Ketelaire for ages, like up until last week. Um, uh, they were battling with AC Milan. They offered, I think, 35 or 40 million pounds. It was going to be a club transfer record uh, to Club Bruges for him. Uh, didn't end up getting him, chose Milan over Leeds, the nerve. And um, <laughs> that money's got to go somewhere. So. Yeah, uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, I don't know exactly know who's out there. They've been linked with actually. They've been linked with um, Philip Max, who's the left back for PSV Eindhoven. So yep. I think that would be a pretty handy signing as well. Uh, that's really the only position of need at the moment. They've got a little bit of cover everywhere else across the park. They've just re-signed a couple of youngsters: um, Crescencio Somerville, uh, Joe Gelhart, and um, 
uh sam greenwood for long on long-term deals until 2026 or 27 i think so what a name that is crescencio somerville yeah yeah he's um a tricky winger he's all right um but gelhart i think is the the real young talent in this team um you saw flashes of it in the first team last year but he um he scored some pretty important goals at the end of the year didn't he or two yeah well yeah he scored that one against norwich um and he 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 scored a goal that was ruled offside, unfortunately, against Brentford. But he he was very important in a lot of key situations down the stretch. He's still only twenty. Um, yeah, and he looks like an ap- unbelievable talent for the future. So I'd actually kind of glad that we didn't spend forty million on a striker from the Belgian league who I know nothing about because that well, would have eaten into Gelhart's minutes. So I have just done some research on Charles de Ketelaer while you were speaking. Mm-hmm. His he's a six foot four attacking mid apparently according to Wikipedia. So that's mm-hmm. huge, yeah. but. Uh, his personal life okay. on Wikipedia, and this is this is big business. So you know, as of November, uh, as of October 2021, De is living with his mother. Okay, that's it. That's all it says. That's that's worth a section, is it? <laughs> yes. Great, fantastic. Hey, maybe it proves that he can't. You know, he's not self sufficient. Maybe. Although he's moving to one of the biggest clubs in the world from... I mean, Bruges is still pretty big, but it's all relative big. Yeah, it, it's... I mean, it's just crazy to even be in the same conversation as a team like AC Milan to sign a player, so... Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's just... That speaks to the strength of the Premier League. I, the, yeah, I, th- the, I think the, so. The TV... Yeah. Like, not to shit on the Leeds Pro, but I, I feel like... No, no, I, I agree. I'm not, like Brent, I'm not Brentford like... could probably have competed with that, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, you or are right. Maybe not like Forest. Maybe not these newer teams coming up, but most of the league can. And whether that's a good thing, it's it's a good thing for the league, but it's a bad thing for young English talent. I guess if you look at it through that lens, um, mm. which makes it kind of funny that they've never won anything as a country because, like the men's, because they've got to work so much harder to crack their own domestic league. So you'd think that the good ones would be really, really good. You would think that. And yet, here we are. And yet, yeah, the women had to bring it home. They did. And bring it home, they sure did. I do want to talk about Everton as well, though, because yeah, they're, they're, they're a funny one to me. Like a team that you look at their squad and like there's a lot of real like good, talented players there. But it's like a worse version of Arsenal and that I feel like they're going to be dragged back by their management. Yeah. Um, which hurts me to say, but he's not part of Chelsea anymore, so I can kind of look at it with... No, he's a fraud. Just call him a fraud. <laughs> um, you know, they've brought in some nice players. They brought in uh, Vinagre on loan from Sporting. Mm. He sounds like he... Not to be racist, but was he at Wolves at one point? Probably. <laughs> um, Tar- Tarkovsky on a free from Burnley. I mean, whatever. But... Decent business for Dwight McNeil as well. So, like, and McNeil's been one of those, like, decent, bright English talents coming through for the last few years now. Maybe somewhat wasted at Burnley. Like, no one really knew what he could do with the ball because they never had the ball. But, yeah, interesting to see. I mean, they've lost, like, lone players. So, it's not, like, too much to, to go there. Like, Richarlison, getting that money for him, I think, is great because, again, don't rate him. Uh, Vanderbeek's gone back to United. Sigurdsson's gone to prison, I assume. They've still got Deli Alley though. They're trying to get rid of him. Yeah, well, they substituted him for a guy driving supplies to the border 
to take a penalty. So that is true. That was a nice moment. It was a nice moment. I I enjoyed that. I hate Everton still, but that was nice. Why um, do you hate Everton? That's so it's a random. Uh, we never win. We never win at Goodison. So oh okay. And they just play shit football against us. Well, I agree with that. Um, that's why I hate them. Uh, that that penalty. Let's dissect that penalty straight down the middle. Keeper should have saved it. I agree. It was poor footwork. Maybe he gave him the eyes. <laughs> maybe, maybe he did. It would have been better if he'd mixed in a little Jorginho skip in there, but oh well. I would have loved him to try Panenka and then the keeper like have that split second dive out of the way. You have yeah, to, you like, have to dive out of the way there, right? You have. Yeah, to. yeah, yeah. But like, no. I yeah. think the keeper would have dived out of the way if it had been straight down the middle, right? Oh yeah, but it's always like that. Um, what do you call it? The um, instinct. Yeah, like yeah. If you just see no, a, I, a I ball agree. chip towards you, you're just like, oh shit, and then like you. I did a very visual thing there that no one can see, but like just pretend to dive out of the way or like yes. throw it in there at the last minute. Um, on field for Everton, mm. I, I've read that Calvert Lewin's injured again. Uh, yeah, I read that too because I was going to draft him in fantasy and I didn't end up doing that. Um, he should be, I, I don't think it's a serious one though. I think he should be back in a couple of weeks. The Guardian, Everton's oh. Dominic Calvert Lewin faces month out with freak knee injury. You never want to read the words freak injury. No, I was going to say you never want to read the words "The Guardian." No, I love football. I love football. Like, we listen to it every day. But, yeah, um, yeah, but that could be without their striker for the opening month because of a freak injury. I mean, look in the scheme of things, the first month of the season, there's worse times to be injured. You, you're not wrong. Especially not if wrong. I, if my prediction of Everton is right, they will be down the bottom again. Maybe better to miss the first month than the last month. Yeah, I think that's I think that's fair. And also, if he doesn't play again, oh wow, they're going to be without Calvert Lewin and Salomon Rondon is suspended for the first game, so oh, they could be rolling with a Wobi up front. What a throwback! How they got how Arsenal got all that money for him is one of life's great mysteries, isn't it? What was it? Uh, like forty million. It says, like, if, if we listen to the ITK of Wikipedia, yeah, 28 mil pounds rising to 34 potentially. Absolutely, like, scandalous. But did you, but he got that fee after that banging goal he scored in the Europa League final. So, well, then, in that case, which they lost 4 1 to Chelsea. I am actually really excited for that in the World Cup, by the way, because of, um, like, the um, you know how they'll often be guys who have a good World Cup and they'll get signed. Yeah, yeah. I mean Everton, like, Yuri Mina. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But like, it'll be um, it'll be like straight up, like because they'll go straight back into it. Like, there's not yeah. like it's like there's a couple of months in a preseason, like there is after a World Cup, like a World Cup yep. finishes and there's like a month off. No, they're like straight back in afterwards. So there's guys, there's guys that's gonna be hitting the ground running. Well, the, the great. World Cup ends in like what? Just before December, Christmas, December, right? December fifteenth or sixteenth, something like that. Yeah, no, maybe later actually. The maybe point like is, there'll be like a yeah. week, and then the window opens. Yeah. So great. This is the time for Aiden Hurstich to play his way into the Man City group. Um, do you agree with my Everton take, or are you? What's your Everton take? That they're boring and you hate them. Uh, no, that's not a take. That's a fact. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, that uh, they'll be fighting relegation. 
Uh, yes. Um, I, I think they might go down. I, I just think there's... The problem is there's just so many crap teams. Like, it's so hard to go down. And we nearly did it. But we had to have, like, a historic injury crisis, fire the best manager of my lifetime, and even then, we still did it. So, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, there's not much to talk about for these other teams. They're just kind of making up numbers, in my opinion, like boring mid-table to me. Um, you know, your Wolves, your Brentfords, your Villas. Well, Wolves, I think... Wolves are a weird one, right? Because, like, they're just so boring. Like, even by the standards of, like, boring mid-table Premier League teams, they are, like, yeah. just every time we play, just horrible time-wasting gamesmanship pricks every time they're but not awful to, the to watch level. no they they were at that level they're just oh, as wow. bad i mean that's why people derisively refer to them as peri peri burnley <laughs> so yeah i didn't make that up that's that's the thing oh i'm so, sure you didn't because if you did on the spot that's very good <laughs> thank you but um no oh. that's yeah <laughs> lemon and herb burnley i like it yeah um <laughs> I just liked the um, them being called Wolverhampton instead of Wolverhampton. Why? Just Portugal, right? It just oh, sounds AO. Yeah, it yeah. just sounds Portuguese. It does. Um, that's true. I mean, yeah, like right. Like it still doesn't change the fact that I think they're boring mid-table. They are garbage. That is true. Like Jimenez is going to get like twelve goals. He's injured again. Oh, well, that's he's not going to get twelve be, goals he, then. Well, no, he will. He'll be back, I think, in a few weeks. But yeah, um, Samada will make like will be there still, and he's like, why did he leave Barcelona for this rabble? Um, like just boring. I, in, I could not agree ends, more. Meh, Ruben Neves, yeah, Neto, yeah. Like they've even turned the exciting guys kind of boring. Yep, absolutely agree. Like your Neveses and your Netos and. I mean, you know, FIFA 12 legend, Joao Moutinho. <laughs> um, Fuck his yeah, it, he was a football manager god back in the day, wasn't he? How is he not 40 yet? Yeah, good question. Been around for a while. He's also like one he... of the few players who have made over 1,000 official appearances. Jesus Christ. That's How old is he actually? I'm sure you've got it up. 35. Yeah, right. There you go. Good on you, Joao Moutinho. I mean, number three on that list all time is Rogerio Senni. Working. Oh, the great man. Love a goalkeeper that takes set pieces. I mean, yeah, that list is 40 players long. And Moutinho oh. is, is Who is at the very top? Is it Maldini or someone? Or who is it? Uh, Peter Shilton. Oh, okay. Cool. Played nearly 1,400 games over 28 years. There you go. But it's very loose on like official. It's got like nine England youth caps, one schoolboys cap, 13 under Oh, 20... so it's like Pele's goal record kind of thing. Under 23s. And then like England. And then, yeah, a bunch of his clubs. He played over 200 games for four clubs. <laughs> anyway, um, yes, Moutinho, very old. Yeah. Um, and then Villa, again, like they should be better than they are, but they're just kind of there. Yeah, Stevie. Yeah, no, nah, they'll be all right. I think they'll be okay. I like Gerard as a manager. Um, they've bought some decent players. Coutinho is still there. I think they'll be decent. Yeah, they. Yeah, I think keeping Coutinho is pretty big for them, though. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, did you see? Because Villa were here for preseason, 
they played Leeds. Uh, yes. And they were in Townsville, I think, for God knows what reason. Mm. And there was a kid who's a Villa fan there. Mm. And like Jared went to the school to visit them. But yeah, his name was Aston. And I'm thinking, imagine being named after a, a league team. And it's well, Aston I know a guy like... named Brent Ford who goes for Brentford. Yeah, I know Brent. Yeah, run it. Shout out to Zoners. But um, I mean, yeah, yeah. When, when he when he when he said go Brentford just on Twitter, and then I realized you have like, to, you absolutely shit. have to. <laughs> like, you, if there was a team called Ben Quags, you'd have to go for them. You would have to. Yeah, maybe in like the Sicilian local league. Um, I do also recognize the name Diego Carlos at Sevilla. Uh, that um, yeah, he's a cracking player. It's a great sign. Now this is going to sound incredibly youthful of me, but was he not a ninety pace centre back on FIFA? He is quite good on FIFA. Translated, he's quite fast on FIFA. Yes, yes, correct. Yeah. Um, but like, I think I think Villa's defense is going to be quite good. Cause, you know, Mings, Konza, Carlos, you can do worse. You can do worse. Yeah, um, that is true. It's Ashley Young's there. God, another. How is he not forty? Um, how is he actually not forty though? <laughs> He's probably younger than Mutin yet. No, he's old. He's thirty-seven. Christ. Yeah, that's a, that's about right. Actually, that sounds about right. Yeah, he's just so old. But he hasn't played that many games either. He's just been like yeah. a career backup. Remember, a bird pooped in his mouth. That was very funny. Yeah, pretty gross, but very funny. Um, and I don't know if you want like, uh, we probably actually West Ham. We'll finish on West Ham because. We probably should respect them a little bit to talk about them considering they did they were the best of the rest last year. Is there any is there any like way they can go higher than what they are right now? <laughs> no. But uh you don't play classic FPL, do you? No, just draft. Just draft. West Ham have like a bunch of guys that you want to pick in your team, like Sochek and Bowen and um Ben Rama, Antonio, Sofal. But then you realize, wait, I've got five West Ham players in my team. That's not going to end well. They're just, they're a very good team, but they're a very boring team. And they will probably, like, they're the boring pick for me to finish best of the rest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, but like, sometimes the boring picks are the right ones, you know? Yeah, but I don't like that. I'm sorry. Let me just scroll down to their transfer page. Uh, apparently, this Skamaka guy. I've said that completely wrong. My Italian. You tried your best. That my ref, my relatives would be ashamed. Skamacha. Oh, as long as you do the hand gesture while you say it, you can pronounce it however you want. Skamaka. Uh, Thirty mil from Sassuolo. That is a club that needs money. Yep, I think that's fair. Now to finish off. Mm. Who's getting relegated? Uh, Fulham. For sure. Uh, I'm going to say Fulham, Everton, and Southampton. Yeah, Ful- Fulham haven't really... We didn't talk about Southampton at all, by the way, which no. I think is fitting. No, yeah, I mean, I did say I included them in my mid-table meh, which I think is good enough. I mean, I'm just quickly looking at Fulham's Ins, Joao Polina, I don't know anything about him. Andreas Pereira, a boring Man United reject. 
Kevin and Babu heard of him. Don't know much about him. Good on FIFA. Maybe Bern Leno will save them. Maybe. That's a good signing. They didn't pay very much for him either. Eight mil. No, very good. Yeah, I mean, they, the last time they came up, or was it two times ago where they spent all that money and it didn't work? And then the last time they, they came up, they didn't spend any money and that didn't work. So <laughs> Yeah, they, they signed a bunch of They spent a little players. bit of money, which might work. I don't know if they spent a lot of money last time, no. like two times ago, but they bought a no, lot of players. No, there was one. Yeah, they. sorry. Yeah, you're right. They bought a lot of players. Uh, it's interesting, though. Like They're like, oh, we know, like, Mitro, we need to say Mitro can step up and do it at some level. It's like, we know he can't. Like, <laughs> we did this. We did this two years ago. It was terrible. And they uh, went back to the championship and scored, like, 50 goals. Yeah. Grow Who up. Has, yeah. Uh, well, we should mention Knotts, actually, because they did spend a lot of money. Yeah, they're a great story. Um. Linga Jay Ling's on a free. Um, Nico Williams from Liverpool, who I quite like. Uh, big raps on Omar Richards from Bayern as well. They got him for 10 mil. And Taiwo, oh Christ, Awanai from Union Berlin for 17 mil. And Aurel Mangala for 12 mil. A bunch of guys I don't really know. I mean, I've heard of Williams and Richards and Lingard, obviously. Um, and look, when you're down the bottom of the league, presumably, you just need these kind of guys who have been there and done that. Yeah. Like your Lingards and your Dean Hendersons who they've got on loan. Um, and yeah, like Nico Williams, I think is a cracking talent. Great signing. Probably no path to first team football at Liverpool with Robertson and Simakas there. I think he's a left back. Probably got that completely wrong. Sure. I'll back you. I don't know. Um, but he spells Nico with an E, so I'm off him. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. It's like, you know how Isaac Tago spells like Isaac with a Z and a K. That's and... true. That's kind of cool, though. Okay. But yeah, Nico with an E, not about it. No, nah, it's just a bit much. No. But so let's go back. Fulham, Everton, and who was the other one? I said South? Fulham, Everton, and Southampton, who I just think are kind of like have been circling the drain for a couple of years now. Yeah. Um, they're like a cockroach in a nuclear war. Yeah, they're a weird one. Like, I, I quite like that. Like, but my family's from that part of England, so I've always had a little bit of a soft spot for them. But like, they're just kind of there, aren't they? See, we end up talking about them. We spoke about them after all, but in a very bad way. Yeah, they'll they'll lose the game nine nil again, as they do every year. <laughs> uh, yeah, we only beat them six nil when we scored. Like, it was like five nil at halftime, and everyone's like, make it ten, and it just never happened. Um, I think I've got to ride Everton to the to the death after I've spent. No, so much, I'm with you there. So much time today, just absolutely shitting on them. Everton, yeah, Fulham. I mean, it's fool's gold to think that Fulham won't go back down. Yes. Um, I don't want to. Like, I think Nottingham Forest could be that like fairy tale first team, a uh, first year team that. Ends up like eleventh somehow, and then next yep. year that next year is like there, you know, like the um, like oh, what was, uh, Sheffield, well, like Leeds or Brentford or Sheffield. Yeah, I, I, yep. I feel like they'll have a Sheffield type season this year. We didn't talk about Brentford at all, and then next Which, year, well, Brentford are kind of interesting. I like their project. I, I liked how they played last year. Um, I don't want to see them go down. I don't think they. Will. I don't think they will. I think they're pretty solid because, like, mm. with these teams that have just come up right yeah look at them and you go they either can't score goals Mm. or they can't stop goals and usually it's both (laughs) yeah 
Brentford at least have a really good defence. They sucked at scoring goals, but they didn't concede many goals. Yeah. Which, that's a very, you know, analytical way to look at it. Um, But yeah, I mean, they only conceded 56 goals last year, which when you look at the bottom of the ladder, like... Leeds conceded a few more than that. 79, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but like, at Brentford, they're very good at that. Again, not negative style of play, but... so I think, I Pragmatic. Think I think they're a bit more progressive than your Burnleys, but... No, I think that's fair. But yeah, like they still got 48 goals, which was more than ninth place Brighton and 10th place Wolves and 11th place Newcastle. Um, good, good for you, Brentford. Yeah, I, I just don't think there's much to talk about with them. I mean, they lost Ericsson, which could be a big one. Not that he was actually their player, but I feel like they would have done everything to keep him after the like shot in the arm he gave them at the end of last year. You're probably right about that. Um, um, they signed to Man United. But, yeah. yeah, I know. They signed Thomas Stracosa, which I know Chelsea were Lazio legends. So that, that's one of the Chelsea's out there looking. <laughs> yeah. Um, Josh De Silva, I'm pretty sure, was a former Chelsea. No, he's Arsenal. Well, yeah, oh. never mind. Oh, there's not. No, that's Jay De Silva. Sorry, that's embarrassing for me. Um, okay. Brentford, Brentford, Brentford. This list I'm looking at is so long. Here we go. Who have they brought in properly? Ben Mee. Ugh, I'm off him. Oh. I'm sure they'll be devastated. <laughs> uh, Keen Lewis Potter from Hull City for 20 mil. Who's that? You made up a person. <laughs> he is a FIFA regen when you're in 2025. Right. I've never heard of him. So to the Googles. Mm. Keen Lewis Potter. Mr. Potter. Potter. He is a forward from... Well, he was at Hull last year. 21 years old. 27 goals in the championship. No, sorry. 15 goals in the championship. and No. 14 goals. Oh, no. I'm looking at Wikipedia. I don't know You're anything fine. about him. <laughs> no, you don't need to. It's all right. Uh, it, he plays for Brentford now. He's irrelevant. Oh, that's a bit harsh. Yeah, I don't mind Brentford. I hope they do okay. I think they're perfectly fine. Again, I think their defense is good enough to be like out of that serious scrap. Like, I think if they're in a scrap in like March, I'd be concerned and surprised. Yeah, but I, I think so. I think that because what is it like forty points usually is like the. Yeah, I mean, no one's ever got relegated with forty points. So yeah, I think they'll be like well, let's like last year's ladder. 10th place was 51, and they, they had 46 last year. I think they're more likely to be 10th than relegated. Uh, yep, yeah, I think that's probably fair. So, Fulham, Everton, and I am going to say Bournemouth. Go back down. Okay. Because I think Southampton will circle the drain and live. Right. Somehow, again. But I really, I firmly believe in this Everton take. Uh, No, I'm I'm right there with you on Everton. Um, Yeah. And it would be very funny. Well, I guess to to wrap it up, I've said that about four times now, but this is Mm -hmm. the actual wrap up. Uh, 
this is the period of self-promotion. Oh, all right. Well, uh, you can read all my stories on Channel 9 Wide World of Sports website. Um, listen to Boom Rookies NRL podcast if you like that sort of thing. We don't talk about NRL that much. If you don't, if you like other sports, we talk about those a fair bunch too. Uh, and yeah, follow me on Twitter, the Matt Bungard. Um, yes, that's about it really, right? I don't know. I'm like your lawyer. Mm, could you want to be? Uh, if you pay me a lot. Oh, I don't want to do that. Uh, well, well, you'll, you'll get the free law service that I provide. <laughs> good. Fantastic. Which is, the, which is the same as the paid one I provide. But Excellent. That's good to know. The same level. Um, no, as always, you can find the podcast Beyond the Fence on Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google, I think. I don't know, mm. wherever the RSS feed goes. Uh, beyondthefence.com.au for any written stuff. Happens once or twice a month. It usually does all right. Yeah. And other than that, thank you for listening and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.